0: what's up gunslingers posse brahmas fans san antonio football fans everywhere this is the smoking guns podcast coming from you a little bit of a different format um we are in our usual location at least uh two of us are this is leo yamas and rc woods Hello, beautiful
1: people.
0: as well as our uh usual host Philip Higginbotham who's joining us remotely, a little bit different format. Like I said, we have Philip joining us uh, from down in Palacious. <laughs> 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 we, we've been, we've uh, as as we said, we were going live today on the Facebook channel uh, with some special guests. This is the first time that we have kind of done this format with a uh, live with special guests. So going through kind of some of our broadcast equipment here as well as Philip connected in. So we've, we've, uh, been facing a couple of minor issues, but we got what we got here to get presented to you guys. And, uh, we've got a couple of special guests. Woohoo. We made an announcement. We had, uh, Coach Fred Shaw, Head Coach of the Year wow. for the Ooh, National Arena League, our um, oh San Antonio and I Gunslingers. That yes, yes, I did, didn't I? Yes, you I? did. And <laughs> our surprise and equally special guest, Carlos Felix, a General Manager of the San Antonio Gunslingers. Oh, Woohoo! Hello, sir. What's going on, man? How you doing, guys? Can't complain, man. We're blessed. Blessed to be here. So, Yeah, well, we're happy to yeah, have you guys here thank you for having us we appreciate it there has been a lot going on a lot uh i'm coming down the pipe for san antonio gunslingers a lot coming down the pipe for uh professional football in san Mm -hmm. antonio the san antonio brahmas that's right that we're excited about you see i got that the hat ready to go and the brahma mamas the brahma mamas that rc's got going that awesome group that we have going and um there's just uh, been a ton of news coming out about the Brahmas. So we're definitely going to talk about that. Some exciting things coming on. We definitely want to talk about some other things coming up real soon for the San Antonio gunslingers. Uh, so it's just an exciting time right now to be a football fan in San Antonio. Sure it's is. been many years that we've been. We want professional football Yes. in San Antonio, <laughs> high grade, high quality football uh, for us starving fans in the city, and we've had the gunslingers, uh, now going on year three, three, three yes. of uh, for the organization, mm-hmm. year two with the new ownership and the guys at John Wayne, uh, year two in the NAL. And we've talked about how we were about to be upon a time where in San Antonio we can watch professional football year round mm-hmm. with, without any breaks, we can just, it's a dream, it is. right? It's a dream for a football fan in San Antonio. And that's, that's about to start. Right. Like, like next month. Right. right? Mm-hmm. Next month, we have the beginning of the XFL season and the San Antonio Brahma's in the Alamo dome. Their season is going to go through April. Right. Uh, and then there's playoffs and we'll see what happens there. And then, uh, big championship game on, uh, uh, what is it? May 13th, uh, which I think uh, we got some big news today about that. And we'll talk about in a little bit.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then we have the gunslinger season, which starts up right kind of mid April mm-hmm. and, go- and and continues through there. And I've already checked the schedule, guys. And there's like there there's nothing no overlapping. There's no overlapping between Brahma games and and uh, gunslingers games. I think there's one day. Philip, remember I was, I was reaching out to you, talking to you about mm-hmm. this. There was one day I was really excited because as soon as that schedule dropped, I went and looked at that uh, the schedules. And I said, okay, where am I going to have my problems? We're going to have to make a decision here. And I went and looked and I was like, there's one day where there's a Brahma's game. I think kickoff is like at, oh, I don't remember if it's at 12 or 2 o'clock. I think it might have been 2 o'clock. And then... Uh, there's a Gunslingers game, and it's an away game that same evening. And I think kickoff was at 7 or 8. And so I was like, okay, hit the tailgate. That's right. At the Alamo (laughs) Dome. Watch the Brahmas get the win. Right. And then head over to wherever that watch party might be. Right. That's right. And watch the Gunslingers get that W that same night. That's going to be a great day. Yes, it is.
1: And I just want to mention for all maybe the new fans who might be listening to the podcast or watching, we do cover all of football. We do college, arena, XFL, NFL. So I don't want people to think like, oh, why are you talking about this? And why are you talking about that? We love football. We love all aspects of football. And so we don't favor one team over another. We love football in general. And so you, one sec, section we might be talking about at XFL, then we might be talking about the Gunslingers, then go back to the XFL. And then maybe talk a little bit about college. So if you love football, listen to us because we really covered all here in San Antonio and all over.
0: Yeah, we're really all about professional football in San Antonio. Uh, we love our gunslingers. We love our Brahmas. Uh, I can't wait. You see, I set up the table here. I've Can got my gunslingers t-shirt? helmet. I have, you know, Rip. I have my uh, commander's helmet there. I've got my uh, my football here for the Brahmas. I don't have a helmet yet, but there's no helmet available to purchase yet. Just as soon as I get my hands on one of those, I will have one of those. And, you know, we'll be. We'll be good to go, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, we're we're excited about uh, about all these organizations. There's plenty of room for football in San Antonio. Mm-hmm. We got the whole year. That's right. You know, there's plenty awesome. of fans to fill those seats and get excited. Um, I, well, what, what what what's your guys' take on on all this and and the Brahmas joining the San Antonio football fan base?
3: Well, I'll start it off. Uh, I think it's amazing uh, for the city of San Antonio. Uh, and it's given uh, guys opportunities to, you know, still go up uh, to the next level mm-hmm. and perform at a high level. So uh, it's an amazing thing that's going on in San Antonio right now.
4: And I'm equally as excited. Born and raised here in San Antonio, just like y'all guys. I'm a big football fan, right. uh, professional yeah. football, having it year round. What greater thing do you want living right. here in San Antonio? So uh, I can't wait for it. I think it's a win-win for everyone. The whole city is just uh like you said, it should be you, very exciting. Yeah, it's going to be exciting for the whole city. So we look, we're looking forward to having multiple champions here in San exactly.
1: Antonio. Exactly. Now I don't know if y'all can see the si- the T-shirt here. Can y'all see that? It says, I'll read it to you. It says, San Antonio Gunslingers 2023 tryouts. Let's talk about those tryouts because that's like coming up real soon, isn't it?
3: Yes. That's com- it's, and it's we're going to be there. <laughs> yes. It's coming fast. And actually, uh, we have a lot of open spots right now on the roster. And we're looking for... Uh, you know, local talent, we're looking for uh, out-of-state talent. We're just looking for guys that want to, you know, uh, continue to, you know, play football at a high level. And uh, uh, it's going to be uh, some amazing talent, you know, come to these tryouts, these workouts, and uh, we're excited about it.
1: Any certain positions that you're looking for or that are open?
3: I mean, we have a lot of offensive alignment, defensive alignment position. Uh, it's just whatever we see, you know, we, we don't, we don't yeah. go back.
4: At all. You can never pass up good talent and, more importantly, uh, just a good person. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, talent on the field. So that is uh, in the man of character. Um, mm-hmm. So that's, that's something that we look for.
1: Now, I know arena football is a little bit different than regular football. So maybe there might be a football player thinking, I'm gonna arena. I don't know if I should come try out. What would you tell that person to get them to come um, on the 15th, right? Anytime?
2: 3 o'clock.
1: What we th- from three to six. 3 to address that. We'll get it by the yeah, end. Of the they're, they're, they're okay. We'll so, what them. would you tell a player to Hey, you know, what could? who's advice to come out?
3: It's it's just a second chance for these guys, you know, to come out and prove. Sometimes uh, the dream to you know, football, but uh, sometimes that doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Uh, we give guys opportunities, you know, to still play and. You know, and uh, you know, continue to play, man,
4: and to show what you got because everyone's if that fire is still burning, they still have the passion, right? Yeah, definitely, come. Uh, don't, don't give up on you. I mean, like I said, there's possibilities. We have one of our own, homegrown. Uh, got drafted That's right. That's right. Going to um, bring that uh, up. Yeah, there's, there's going to be opportunities to be seen at the field. so So, um, day and passion. You can't. Uh, you can't teach passion. That just
1: and what's the age, I want to say limit, but you have to be a certain age to try out? Because I know uh, our quarterback, he was like, what, 40-something? No,
3: so there's no age limit, <laughs> really, you know, right? Well, you want to graduate high school. Sports. Okay. Uh, try, you know, to give these guys a chance to, you know, go to college. We huh? don't want to pull these guys out. and want to just get those guys to, you know, need to grow college and You know, if it doesn't work out, Mm -hmm. we'll be here for you.
1: Okay. Um, And so the triumphs are going to be next um, Saturday, the 15th. And we're going to be there, right, Leo?
0: Yes, we will be there uh, to uh, have another special interview um, with uh, the new quarterback edition of the team. So we're going to meet up with with Bane for them. And uh, also, what we can find out from from the – Try out, uh, see what, what you know from coach here and how he runs runs that practice. It's always fun to, to look at in the drills, and, and, and then you get a chance to talk to you afterwards and get your thoughts on that. But yeah, sure. we're definitely looking forward to it. Um, talking about, and we touched on it a little while ago, so to make that connection, I was, there's a lot for gunslinger fans that have been, you know, in touch with the team and fans that are new. Maybe not hearing so much about the gunslingers, but are getting on the board with the Brahmas. Uh, you mentioned you mentioned Justin Alexander, who was a, a huge. I mean, he was a beast for mm-hmm. for this team yeah. last season. And as a matter of fact, he was one of the first players that the gunslingers signed the upcoming season yes. in hopes of having him come back because he was a key piece of that defense. And the Brahmas came in and in their draft took him. Now they didn't just draft. Uh, a gunslinger. They drafted a gunslinger with the first possible pick on the defensive player rounds that they had. That was their first pick uh, for that defensive front uh, round draft. Uh, so, um, tell us a little bit about that. The uh, the excitement. I'm sure that you had for for Justin. And have you talked to him since? And and uh, uh, let us uh, tell the fans a little bit about that. What can they can expect from him?
3: Well, Justin is a kid, man. Uh, he's what he is his uh, play speak himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, to himself. Doesn't talk to do this and I'm do that. He go out and improve. Uh, I talk to him every day, uh, every other day right you now. Uh, still involved with the gun right now. So, uh He's a big time player. You know, just watch him, pay attention to him because he's going to make a lot of plays.
4: Oh yeah. To add to that, Justin's just a class act, good character. Um, he goes as far as. Actually he's been working at John Leen for the past seven months now. Or oh really? So, you know, since the end of football season, he's been working at John. Wayne. Work. He's the hard work. He oh, goes that's in awesome. probably one of the first to get there about six thirty. Uh he's there in um, He's loving it. That's uh, amazing. so Kind of going back to the trials. Is there a cost
1: to that?
4: So yeah, the trials are gonna be held at D one. Uh, uh, there is going to be a $65 fee mm-hmm. if you register uh, prior to the tryout. If uh, you show up online, or if you show up the day of the tryout, it's going to be eight dollars Okay. However, uh, you can register right now at the uh, San Antonio Gansfinger's website. Uh, here in San Antonio, on uh, the address is 17530 henderson Pass. Okay. Well, I'm going to put it out there right now that if the first person who
1: uh, sends us a message that they want to try out the Smoking Guns podcast will pay for their registration. Right. Too. Wow. So the That's first awesome. one who does awesome. it, so whoever awesome. is listening, any football players are thinking, well, I don't know if I should try out," Let this be your sign to go ahead and sign up and the Smoking Guns podcast will pay that $65. Like no that.
2: excuses, man. That's that, right. That you got no time. excuse. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're
1: already on the team. Right.
2: Don't worry about it. You got it. You got it. Right.
0: Well Philip, we've talked a little bit about, about uh possibly getting you out there on the field now that you know that the, the podcast will pay your <laughs> your you your, your it, fee Phil. to get out there. you and you make that drive up
2: here. Yeah, look at yeah. Philip Flex. <laughs> All right. Do you
1: have any questions you have for um coach?
2: Philip has one.
1: How are
2: you doing? Good, good.
4: Uh, The schedule is going to be altered some, just uh, on the front side. The schedule will be altered some. Um, Good news, we're still going to be not coinciding with any other professional football in San Antonio.
1: Good. Perfect. So um,
4: the good news is that we won't be coinciding with them, but at the same token, the schedule will be altered just a bit. Uh, for the most part, it's going to stay relatively the same. Awesome. But uh, yeah, that will be, uh, and you can expect that in the next, by the end of the week, you'll have that schedule that will be put out there. Oh.
2: So that's. What's the that story how you went him. Mm-hmm. How does
3: happen? What story did you hear? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I
2: heard
3: that there is a story. Oh honestly, man, it's just uh I mean I would say just uh, he's just watching San Antonio grow and develop, you know, and uh it's not it's not much to it, you know. If you want to uh, be a part of a program that's less growing and it's gonna continue to grow. Uh, you will want to be a part of this team too, so it, it's it wasn't much to get him. On board. He's a hard worker guy, he's going to figure it out.
4: The first time I met Jonathan was uh, out in Carolina. Uh, it was we literally uh, purchased a team two days prior to that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, we looked for airfare for, for from area uh, air company out there from area uh, flight. There's not a single uh, we couldn't find flights for the team, so we were, do we want to play? How bad do we play? That's there, they wanted to the play so. We rented a bus that day before, got the bus, they took a 21-hour bus drive wow. um, to Carolina. And uh, so we were out there, and uh, we happened prior to the game, myself, and uh, we were out there, my wife, um, they were the tunnel before the team went out, and uh, some guy just comes up to me. And once again, I didn't know any of these players, but mm-hmm. the opposing team was there, and I was wearing my cowboy boots, had my shirt on, my jeans. And uh, some guy just comes up to me, introduces himself. Hey, I'm Jonathan. you must be from Texas. I love your style. I love what you're wearing. I miss my cowboy boots. Uh, <laughs> he's like, this is home for me. He says. Oh. And so he introduced, him, and that's how I met him. He came up, introduced himself. Class act guy, not uh, okay. a lot of character, just very respectful. And ever since that day, I've ran into him several times uh, after that. We would just talk, and uh, five minutes of football, thirty minutes of family, friends, off the field stuff. Like if we were just friends from way back, and mm-hmm. uh, just a good guy off the field. So, I need
1: to get that interview. Real good report, real good report with him. Maybe with his mom. We could do a
4: yeah. lot to
0: mom.
1: Yeah.
4: His, yeah. his mom and his Should brothers and sisters are all great people as well. Yeah.
2: Good family nice. support.
0: Nice. I'm sure he was impressed too mm-hmm. with the uh the turnout. They came late in the season and I believe that that we we had Freeman Coliseum rocking that game when they were oh. down here. Unfortunately, that was the game that he had to leave early with an mm-hmm. I think it was third or early fourth something like that. Yeah. But um, uh, I I remember that game and that crowd being really uh, impressive. And I'm sure that made an impression on him seeing kind of where this organization is headed um, and the work that's that's been put into it. Um, I'm sure that had something to do with his decision.
4: He's definitely a family guy. Um, Family first is kind of what we're all about. Mm -hmm. Family first, uh, like I said, and Talking with him, he had an opportunity to let me know that it was the first time his grandfather got to see him play oh, here in San Antonio. So he's been playing professional ball; he's been playing great ball at the highest levels. He's never had his grandfather go and see him play a football game. Oh. Coming to San Antonio was mm-hmm. the first time he got his grandfather to come see him. So. And he's originally nice. from where? Temple, Texas. Temple.
1: Oh, nice. So he's from nice. the street.
4: He has family that lives in the surrounding the San Antonio area, surrounding oh, areas. Good. So um, it's kind of a. Happy it sounds to come like home. a good fit. It's home. Yeah. Yeah. We're definitely excited about bringing him on.
0: Yeah, uh, there is a real strong sense of community uh, throughout Texas as far as, you know, football, whether it's coaching, players, schools, relationships. I mean, we got the best football in the country down here in Texas, right? So That's right. those those bonds kind of, they, they, they run strong and thick and yeah. doesn't matter where these guys end up playing, whether it's, you know – up North or, or Northeast or wherever they, they always kind of remember this as being back home and where their roots are with, with, uh, with football and with family. And and I've seen that a lot uh, throughout my time and around football uh, to kind of recognize that. And it's something special. I think, I don't, I don't know if it's like that anywhere else. I'm I'm not sure if it is, but I would say that uh, Texas has something special when it comes to football for sure.
1: Now I noticed on Facebook that you were advertising some packages. Can you talk a little bit about that?
4: Yeah, uh, right now, the biggest thing that we need as a gunslinger organization is going to be um, the support from the city. First mm-hmm. and foremost, um, getting people, let's fill the crowd. Let's fill the stands. Uh, right. We got to get that Freeman Coliseum rocking. Rocking. Rocking every night. Yep. Every Saturday night, that Coliseum needs to be rocking. And uh, the cowbells are a huge hit. Yeah. Um, Love the cowbells. The players from other teams after the game said, this is the loudest arena that I've played in. Yeah, uh, I've had that too. We had Albany players tell us that this was the loudest arena that they played in. Mm-hmm. Um, and once again, that's that's getting the arena three-quarters of the way packed. Imagine yeah. when that whole thing is packed. It's going to be really loud. Um, so one of the big things that we uh, are needing is just the support of the city of San Antonio. If you want to take your family out, have an affordable, good time, uh-huh. um, that's going to be the thing to do. With In addition to what you just talked about is mm-hmm. uh, partnerships. One of the things that we're doing is uh, we really need to reach out to the local business owners. Mm-hmm. Local business owners in San Antonio, um, kind of how John Wayne got into this. Being fans of the That's game. That's right.
1: You started off as a
4: sponsor. Being fans of the game. We just started off as a sponsor. And uh, with that being said, uh, reaching out to the local business owners in San Antonio, we asked for their support also uh, to get involved with the great organization uh, to make sure great characters on the field, all the players from the coaching staff to the six shooter cheerleaders. Everybody, Love the cheerleaders. Everybody involved in the organization uh, office, everybody involved in the organization is just a great person. And with that being said, um, we definitely want to partner up with some of the local business owners what we've done is we've put out a couple of different uh, partnerships out there, different packages. We have a standard package, we have more of a premium package, and then we also have an enterprise package. So mm-hmm. definitely go on to the San Antonio Gunslingers website, take a look at the different packages for one of the small business owners. Definitely something that's affordable and uh, can get you into the games and get you at the games. And uh, you can be a part of this because it's this going to be a championship season for us.
3: Yeah, it's definitely a- going
4: to be a championship season for us. And uh, we nice. want to make sure that uh, we celebrate it and we want to open it up to every- the whole city of San Antonio because it's going to, going to be a celebration for the whole city
1: and I know you mentioned something about you can get the, their company on your uniform or something like that
4: yeah there's going to be several different options that we have um, once again we have different packages that are mm-hmm. going to promote their uh, name on the dashboards on the field of oh, um, the dashboards uh, boards, so much fun uh, yeah. we can we have different opportunities to get your name on the dashboards get your names on the actual field itself wow um, we have different inventory and stock for field naming rights mm. um, you can actually get your company's business patch uh, on the actual uniforms um, so you can put great your, advertising opportunity, company business, match on the uniforms. We have, uh, in our, in our programs that we're going to have on the jumbotron. So several different opportunities, if, uh, there is something that interests you on the packages, definitely give us a call. But if there's something like, once again, we have so much in inventory. That's a la carte that we'd love to, uh, sit down and meet with y'all guys. So definitely, uh, reach out, or uh, contact us through the, uh, gunslinger's website.
1: Now, I know um, last year you had a lot of live entertainment. Are we going to still see that?
4: We're going to see a lot of fun entertainment out there. Uh, There will be some type of uh, entertainment, um, whether it be the live entertainment, that's going to be one of the things. But um, we're going to be making it, once again, we're taking it to the next level.
1: Okay. Well, I don't know. I might be kind of too fast to ask this question. (laughs) But last year, I was able to go on the little truck and throw the – the t-shirts uh-huh. do you think i'll be able to do that again this year i, I think we can <laughs> I, I don't be working, see why I not working on my uh-huh. arm really i have
4: been <laughs> no i don't see why not but definitely i'll make that happen okay great
1: soon. thank you you thank heard it here
4: first y'all guys have been probably the biggest advocates for this uh san antonio gunslingers mm-hmm. greatly appreciate it and uh, y'all putting the word out there to the city and the local community um we're, we're just honored to let y'all do that. Happy to be part of it.
1: And you know what? And I'm really proud to be part of this organization because I see you doing a lot of good work. I know um, you participated in like the student uh, player of the week. Yeah. Right. And then I think you were t- saying that you um, were part of some kind of hospital. Yeah. What was it? Can you talk well, a little bit about that? Sure. One, your- of,
4: one of the big things that John Wayne, myself, um, even now the San Antonio Gunslingers, uh, a lot of the players uh, from Coach, we participate a lot in the community giving mm-hmm. back giving back definitely is, it's first and foremost it's having a heart of a servant and mm-hmm. having that heart of a servant um not looking at what's in it for me but what can i do for someone else what, how can i put a smile on somebody else's face that's what we're about and uh that being said we had a great opportunity to um go to one of the events it was a transplants for kids mm. transplant trans- wow. transplant for kids it was came across a guy that uh 20 years old, already had two heart transplants. Uh, By the age of six years old, he already went through two heart transplants. By the time he turned, he's now 22 years old. Um, So just meeting some of those characters of that nature kind of makes you very humble, puts it in perspective. But we had several of the San Antonio gunslingers, as well as the six shooters, coach himself. They fed the whole, it was a tournament that they had, a fundraiser for them, and um, we fed everybody. We we did all the serving. Mm -hmm. Um, So that, it just puts things in perspective. None of our players are asking to get compensated. All of them are asking and calling, hey, when? where do I go sign up? Well, I want to get involved. So uh-huh. it's good to see uh, that type of involvement from the team.
1: And I think it's amazing that um, the Gunslingers, it's not just a football team. It's truly a family. You give back to the community. The players are always involved. And so I'm so proud and blessed to be part of this organization. So I want to thank y'all because you really helped us and show the city what the Gunslingers are all about. And anything that we can do to help promote you, the players, the cheerleaders, the community events, just let us know because we really want to be there.
4: I'll definitely yep. take y'all up on those offers. For sure. Smoking but
0: guns is here. Yeah. That's for, right. For the gunslingers. I mean, it's it's one thing for us to kind of sit here and, and talk to our, our fans and our, our viewers, our listeners out there uh, about football and all the great things we love about football. But mm-hmm. it's really great when you can go beyond that and talk about the organization, the people in the organization and, and have that connection and, and and that connection, not just with the podcast, but the community of San Antonio, like you're talking about, I mean, mm-hmm. that's an awesome story that you're telling us here about these kids and you guys going out there and doing your part to kind of you know, give them something to remember, something special with the players. And, you know, these kids, I mean, they're, they're this warriors themselves, you know, yes. and they're looking at awesome. these big football players thinking that these guys are heroes. When it's like it's they're just as much heroes as 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 uh, the football players that they're they're admiring and saying hi to and being you know wowed over. But it's it's really special when you have these guys out there recognizing that and doing their part and and having a sense of community with the fan base and and the city, which which uh, the gunslingers have done you know to a great extent. Uh, since since the very beginning right
1: and then the games were such a family affair i mean the kids were so excited if you would see their faces light up when they would go down to the field after the game and they would like stand in line (laughs) and try to get an autograph and these players are like sweating their butts off right and so tired (laughs) but there they are smiling with the kids you know my hat really goes off to the whole uh, the whole team really because they were there when they didn't have to be right Mm -hmm and then you look at some of let's say other NFL teams you would never have these kids have the opportunity to come up and shake hands with a player or get an autograph from a player you know so um, i know some people are like oh it's not the NFL
4: and i don't want it to be right i don't want it to be no, i want no. it to
1: be the way it is now yeah
4: it's so much personal yes and uh, definitely. it's just a good vibe for everybody i do want to acknowledge coach shaw uh coach shaw has done been a he's been a super big time uh attribute to the organization the uh, having him and just having him attend these functions uh, like I said in a heartbeat he'll call me hey where are we gonna go tomorrow what are we gonna do mm-hmm. so I don't even have to reach out to him he's calling me on a regular on three days out of the week me and him are hitting the city of San Antonio up going awesome. into meeting different business owners um I don't know I, I, a big thank you for doing that because that yeah. doesn't have to happen Appreciate but uh, he's you, doing bro. it voluntarily yeah. so. it's,
3: it's easy uh just out of love I love this game uh, I love the city of San Antonio so I wouldn't be anywhere else doing this.
1: So if anyone's watching and listening, if you can tag your business that maybe be um, coach and they can come visit you. Or if you're interested in being a sponsor, just tag us, give us a little note and we'll pass it on. Now, is that a new hat? Because I don't remember that hat no, from last
3: year. No, it's, it's definitely new. I oh, okay.
1: Made. So you have new merchandise? Um,
3: no.
1: Oh, no, uh, I was going <laughs> say, do just y'all makes, got the V-neck, the uh, V-neck shirts? No?
4: What what would definitely yeah. be coming out with that oh, okay. stuff? Uh, that was one thing that uh, the gunslingers did last year was when it came to the swag, when it came to the apparel. Oh, uh, oh yeah, it's uh, good. so we uh, we'll be uh, launching the new uh, uniforms here relatively soon. So uh, that'll be a launch here. Within. I still have the
0: Selena shirt. I <laughs> nice. love it. So, oh yeah. Uh, loves her her swag. Mm-hmm. She's got a lot to remember from last year, including a a, a little bit of a, a wavy uh toenail. Talking about oh, <laughs> oh why have to about go there? Those, <laughs> that's so gross. <laughs> talking about those dasher bag. boards, yeah.
4: Um, so yeah, with with that being said, uh, like I said, I do want to thank y'all for bringing that up, giving us an opportunity once again. One of the key points is this upcoming weekend, um Sunday the fifteenth, from three to six, we will be having an open tryouts. So there's going to be a sixty-five dollar fee there. If you register online and um it's 80 dollars a day of the, the the day of the tryout uh remember guys the first uh, person who tries up smoking guns is already uh, giving you all that $65 that's right on Yay. Them. <laughs> and last yep. but not least is uh, we do have the different partnerships partnerships this season guys is going to be key for this organization to uh, continue at the levels we want to um once again we do have uh, on our website we launched uh, our standard partnership we have a uh, premium partnership and also an enterprise partnership in addition to that once again if you would uh, like for myself and Coach Shaw to show up and uh, just go over some of our uh, carte or the different opportunities that we have, or how you can get involved with this organization, please feel free to call me or uh, email me directly, and, or just go to the San Antonio Gunslingers uh, website.
0: Definitely, are you fans out there listening? Uh, you know, on Facebook or through the podcast channels uh, out there, social media have a business and you'd like to, you know, reach out to the Gunslingers and and form a partnership there, definitely reach out. Or if you know someone who has a business, someone you think might be interested, it's a great way to get your business name out there, an opportunity for some exposure, as well as contribute to uh, a a big, what's going to be a big part of the San Antonio community. You definitely want to be a part of that if you have that opportunity and, and the means to then it's definitely something you should consider. So keep that in mind and reach out to, uh, if, if that's not you, but it might be someone you know, make sure you go and tell them about that.
4: For sure. And y'all can email me at carlos at gunslingers.com And once again, the way we keep our ticket prices for our fans affordable, these partnerships that we have are equally as affordable. And
1: when can we start buying tickets? Tickets are going to be... Uh,
4: Within the next week, once the schedule oh, okay. is, once the schedule is launched, the uh, tickets will we're ready to just put it out there. Once these tickets are launched, so uh, once again, be on the lookout for season tickets uh, coming your way within the next week or so.
0: Awesome, can't wait. Nice. Yeah, so we uh, Philip mentioned it a little while ago. You know, talking about about uh, losing one organization out of the NAL, uh, that still puts us. Uh, I believe we're at seven teams instead of instead of. Uh, originally yes. planned eight uh, where last year we were at six so we're still additional team this season um, and uh, we have that team uh, the other team in Texas the Warbirds. there they they're a little bit of a, a little bit of talk going on between you guys <laughs> communication you know already. because they, they, they think they're gonna take over the, the, the Texas uh, area for for this nal you know uh, league. I, I know the the gunslingers have something to say, a little something to say about that, right?
3: Yeah, we have a lot to say about it. But, uh, <laughs> like I said, we'll let our uh, talk come on the field. So uh, uh, I can tell you that uh, four and eight last year. It's we're not here to brag. We're just here to do our job on this season. So we'll do it.
0: That's right. Yeah, I. That's spoken like a true coach. Yeah, and 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 I know you mean it. I mean it. And and I know the the players mean it. Um you got a sense at the end of the season last year where there was a really large sense of of pride in what, what that team had accomplished compared to where we were at the beginning of the season, you know, and hit some rough spots and then how we came out towards the end of the season. Obviously it, it fell short of, of your goals because, you know, nobody wants to be four and eight. No, that's, that's not what you envision going into a season, but still seeing what, of that momentum and what was going going on with the team, the organization, the players. I mean, I got that sense from everybody. We were at that end of the season kind Mm -hmm. of gathering the the, the awards ceremony that you guys had. By the way, thank you, John Wayne, and thank you, San Antonio Gunslingers, for inviting uh, Smoking Guns podcast to be a part of that because that was a a, a great event and something we'll always remember. Uh, But we got that sense from everyone we talked to from top to bottom, whether it was people on the sidelines, players that are out there on the field, uh, you know, coaches, everyone kind of like a sense of, of pride, a sense of, of uh, uh, un- unfinished business. And it, we're really looking kind of excited to see what that's going to translate into this next season. But I kind of get that, that sense from everyone we talk to, like you just wait and see because you, we learned what we learned in that last season, yes. and now we're going to take all that and build on it. And we're ready now, yes. right?
3: We're definitely going to take that, and we're going to we're going to put on the show for you guys. So I can't wait. The players can't wait. Organization can't wait. It's going to be an amazing year.
1: You know, I love a Kent Junior as a quarterback, uh-huh. but don't you think he'd
3: be amazing, like coach, like?
0: Oh yeah, he's a coach he's, on he's the field. A, he's a coach. That's, That's
1: what, what I'm, I'm saying. saying. Yeah, yeah, I know, but I want it official. <laughs> yes. you know what I mean. Yes,
3: no, he, he he's definitely a. If if you don't see Ken, he's still coaching. Okay. He, helping, okay. Yeah, that's that's a brother of mine, so he's always going to be around. So okay. Good. So, Super great guy. Super very great guy. nice. He
1: still said yeah. he had some gas in the
0: tank, so we'll see if it's guys. still in there. I don't he know. Does. does he have diesel? Yeah, he
1: I don't know what he has in there, but he said he has some extra gas. So we'll,
0: we'll drive go, on we'll down with to that. San Antonio as soon as you can get here. No, he's Let's a, get a, to work. <laughs> electric car. <laughs> oh, oh electric, electric car. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. So no more gas in the tank.
0: Yeah, as we see the comments here, Texas is our house. Oh, there we go, <laughs> there we go again. Is he coming house.
4: back? Was that, what was his yeah. name? That's Marcus. Marcus. Is he yeah. coming back? Is Marcus, Marcus coming back? Great guy. Yes. We're gonna
1: have Marcus. Back. And what about um Andy Anderson?
4: We're we're working on a couple of different things. Going okay, on, so we'll have some different surprises for this year. All
0: right. Yeah, we can't wait. It's gonna it's gonna be great. It's and I decides. for yeah, and I for one can't wait to 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 for that rivalry with that other Texas team, the the war birds or the war chickens or, the, or whatever they off? like to call it, <laughs> right?
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. We'll, we're gonna pluck some feathers and you know have some fried, pluck some, some feathers. Some up. Some yeah. Probably have some fried turkey, chicken, nah. fried chicken, whatever that day. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that that's gonna be fun. I don't think they know what they're stepping into Mm-mm. when they come down to San Antonio. And I don't think the league know
3: what they're stepping
0: into. That's true. Yeah. That's true. I think we have someone to prove
1: because we should have. Right. I know some of the games last year they were close. Like we yes. should have won. And then the fishing, the refs. I don't even want to go there, but <laughs> horrific. There were games that we should have won, yeah. right? And so we should have been at the playoff games. That's all I'm going to say about that. But this year, <laughs> we're going to prove that that's where we're going to be yeah, for will. sure.
0: We will prove it. Both did that. Yeah. Well, the league has said it was a big initiative of theirs to get uh, officials, officials trained up. And, you know, they were going to make sure that that was an aspect of the league that there was a, a big improvement on for next season. So we'll okay. see. We'll see. Oh uh, they, 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 they definitely those guys make work. mistakes too. Yeah, they, so, it, I
3: mean, at, uh, at the end of the day, we got to go come out and down. play. They come down that's play. what
1: it is. Down play down ball. Is. So whatever happened to that one ref that got injured? Remember that one play was, that was, was horrible? Yeah, a horrible play. He just—I mean—it was so obvious that it was intentional. Mm-hmm. Was he okay?
4: Yeah, he turned out to be perfectly fine. He's okay. good. And uh, unfortunate that that happened, but right. he, he did. Uh, he's doing really well. Good, so, good, good, good. Don't want
0: anything bad to happen sorry we kinda left you out a little bit of of a lot of this conversation but you're you're sitting there in Palacious listening. I know I think you've been kind of uh commenting a bit on the Facebook feeds here with the with the fans that are that are are watching uh anything you gotta you you gotta ask or you wanna you wanna chime in on I I guess
3: Uh, I mean, well, as far as the rules, uh, like you said, uh, the net rule. Uh, these guys got a a halo rule where you got five yards on the kickoff. Got to get the return man five yards to catch the ball to return. Of course, uh, you are gonna uh really get. You know, tough on the horse collar calls and mm. stuff like that. You know, trying to get in injuries. But other than that, I mean, it's just playing ball, just going out there, you know.
0: Giving five yards to Khalid Rashad on a return just ain't fair to the rest of the league. No,
3: it's not. <laughs> it's not. it's, not. it's yeah. going to take a little time to get used to the Nets. I don't think yeah. he uh, he the ball off the Nets, though. But it's going to take a little time to get used to it. And speaking yeah. of
1: balls, right, We didn't, didn't we have like an issue with the ball? The other teams had the older balls and we had the newer balls. And it was just different. <laughs> what balls do we have this year?
4: This year we're going back to uh, – Still going to be the same ball that we had from last year. However, it's not going to be the double bladdered ball. Last year, that ball was almost it had what they would call a bladder inside of it. The double bladdered, which makes the ball a little bit bigger. Mm-hmm. Kickoffs were pathetic, unfortunately. Nobody right. could get a deuce with that. Uh, with the newer ball, we are going back to the old style. The old style ball, but as far as the aesthetics, it's going to look like the new one. It'll, okay. still, it'll still be aesthetically the new ball. However, it's the old one. Only and- a single bladder. I didn't confuse you on that. Okay. Wow. It's yeah. a
1: lot of information. Too many yeah. bladders for me. But, okay. I'll just say. <laughs> so that the bathroom break. <laughs> so <laughs> do we need a break here? Because now I have to go the restroom.
4: No, I'm kidding. Oh,
1: yeah.
4: Um. Uh. What about kicker? We gotta do a stoop. Yes, true. I need my pom poms. Oh. Oh. Good, good, good Deuce. guy.
2: Good guy. Okay. Four. Four uh, misses in the in mm-hmm. the game. Yeah. With the net. Is that they're
3: going to increase the penalty for kicks out of bounds? Yes. Uh I mean the kicks out of bounce is gonna stay the same, I believe. It goes to the twenty 25. yard line. twenty-five. Yeah, twenty 20 yeah. yard line. Yeah, twenty. So uh it's gonna stay the same. Uh I don't think it's a big change in that.
0: Yeah. I know Deuce, uh, or uh, I call him Deuce, Deuce and Drew. <laughs> he's he, there was four in one game, yeah. so that, that mm-hmm. that's the current record right yes. now. That, that's the record for the NAL. Um, so, yeah, now with this this ball that's supposed to be more friendly for kickers, um, I'm sure he's just chomping at the bit to see if he can break his own record there on that. So And he's a great guy, so we're happy to see that we uh, re-signed him. A lot of re-signings, a lot of good mm-hmm. news. Uh, we've seen coming down the pipe over the last couple months, you know, guys coming back uh, ready to get to work, you know, a, a mix of some of the old guys coming back. I, I don't I would say old, but returning guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, uh, some new additions we've already talked about, Bain. Uh Who else coming down that, that you've already announced, we're not asking you to break any news here, again, but uh, players that, that fans need to really keep an eye out for need to be excited about?
3: I'm, I'm definitely excited about uh... – Phillip Burnett and uh mm-hmm. you know, yep. uh Vance is another one that comes from Albany. Uh, I love my coaching staff. You know, I'm, I haven't even gotten to that, but I got I have a great group of guys that's going to help me out this year.
4: And uh,
3: I'm just excited, man. We have a uh, – who else do we have
4: that well, we're looking for? the thing about it on our team, they're stacked. This team is going to be really stacked. It's going to be a good group of guys. Um Passion is off the charts when it comes to these guys. Just the willingness to want to win, be with a good organization, just be a good person on and off the field. First class. You
0: know, yes.
4: The competition is not going to really be against the other teams. It's going to be amongst their own teams that week to get a starting spot.
0: Yeah, there you go. So that's
4: what the competition is going to be. It's not even against the other teams. It's against their own teammates trying to get a starting spot for that upcoming week. We have a bunch of guys that's hungry, you know, uh-huh.
3: and they was on this team last year, and uh, those guys want to win, and we will win, you know. So
0: yeah. I believe that – and it starts, like you said, first class. It starts from the very top of the organization. We're talking ownership all the way down. When ownership and, – and, you know, we talked in that meeting last time, and we were told – I was told to my face, we're winning a championship next season. And I kind of laughed said, yeah, you know, and then he said, no, oh, no, no, no. We're winning a championship next yes. year. That is – you know, that's the bottom line. That's the goal, and ownership is going to do – whatever it takes within the means that they have. And there's a lot of means there to make sure a lot of resources to make sure that we put the best possible team out there on that field with a goal of nothing short than winning, winning it all. And, and I, I truly believe that just from what I've seen in the organization from you guys and everyone we've we've talked about, those fans out there, you don't know. These guys mean business. This is, Mm -hmm. this is serious business over here. You know, they're, they're, they're not, uh, necessarily out to, to, uh, of course, it's a business and in business, it's always about bottom line and about, you know, making money, not losing money. But, but right now we kind of got like a, it's, it's kind of a, uh, a mission where it's like, okay, the, the most important goal is to get that championship above, above all else. You know, we're not looking so much at the red and black at, at this point juncture of the organization, because it's, it's a brand new organization. So, most of the time, you're going to be in the red when you take on when you take on something this big and it's this new. So if you're going to be in the red, you may as well win a championship while you're doing it, right? That's true. Hey, Leo.
2: Yeah. Uh, I think Cody Brooks is uh, He can come back. <laughs> <laughs> Cody
0: Brooks. He's oh, yeah. a good
3: man. He's a good man. Cody Brooks. Here. I love him.
0: Oh yeah, I see that there's Cody on there. Now we know Cody was at the uh the the tryouts. Uh he, he got invitation up for the XFL. We were pulling for him to hear his name called during those draft. Then they had the supplementary draft. Um, just like Justin Alexandra was was called up. Um didn't happen for whatever reason, as much as we lobbied and were praying and hoping for Cody. Uh but yeah, Cody's good people, Cody's a, a great player on the field. So uh, yeah, that's that's a uh, that's good to see that he's actually interested in. Well, you know, there's a there's a something going on this Sunday. Maybe maybe that's right. You yeah. want to come by, Cody? Yeah,
3: yeah, Cody, come check us out uh, this Sunday, man. We'll we'll talk. <laughs> there you go. That sounds like I don't know.
4: No, he's a good kid. Yeah. So it's not it's not hard. I love uh once again Sagin, local. Yeah. Oh, yeah, born and raised. So, uh, he's a good true. guy. We we appreciate um all the locals, and we definitely um. Definitely would like to uh, have him out there this Sunday. Any news on the cheerleaders? Cheerleaders are going to be uh, having a, um, they them? are going to be having some uh, tryout here. Okay. I'm not exactly sure on that side of it, but the six shooters, uh, they did hire a new cheer coach, okay. so they'll have a new uh, coordinator on the cheer side of it. And uh, they're looking for big things this season as well.
1: So, well, definitely give them my name because last time I was there okay. and so
3: okay. I helped <laughs> them pick out
1: the cheerleaders, so I would love to be a judge again this year.
3: I believe you was trying to cheer last I year. Was, I was, i was still working on that, you know.
1: So yeah, I can I can do a cartwheel. still.
0: Yeah, I can't. No, so, I, uh, did you ever? Were uh, you
1: ever uh, able to do a cartwheel?
0: No. Okay. No, let's see if I, I've happen. never i never had the the guts nor the desire to try and make a cartwheel. So I've I've always been of a round shot. I, I can roll like no other. <laughs> roll like no other. That's yeah. your motto.
1: No. <laughs> Very interesting.
0: Yeah, but we're we're definitely excited. Uh, we will be there on Sunday uh, for the the tryout, the open tryout. Um, looking forward to seeing everybody there. Looking forward to seeing uh, Cody. He says he's going to be there. He says right. I'm there.
1: All right, cool. Uh,
0: so uh, looking forward to, to seeing Cody there, and uh and and seeing what's new in this season. I mean, before we know it, we were talking. We've been talking for months now about Brahmas and mm-hmm. and you know speculating about. You know, team uniforms and colors and and uh you know, draft and and scheduling. Now that's all here, and now we're talking about okay, we're just we're just a few weeks, like th- what three weeks, four weeks yeah, away. February
1: nineteenth is the first game. Yeah, so uh,
0: yeah. So from from the first game there, mm-hmm. um before you know it, we're going to be excited about the first game at the Freeman Coliseum. Yeah, and being able wait. to enjoy a little bit of, of Brahma's football and gunslingers football oh, yeah. all at the oh, yeah. same time. And t- talking about two championships yeah. in Woo! San Antonio. Wow. Now I, I, I said it earlier, I don't know if you guys saw the news today, but uh, there is, that hasn't been confirmed by the league yet, but it has been kind of released uh, by some credible sources, people that have been kind of in the know, some some uh, pages out there in the know, as far as XFL news that, uh, very likely the XFL championship game is going to be in the Alamo Dome Amazing. on, uh, I believe it's uh, May 13th.
1: May 13th, I think,
0: yeah. yeah. Um, the, uh, were there, you know, based of operations out of Arlington, the field that they have there from the Arlington Renegades, that is going to be occupied that day for mm-hmm. a rugby match, They have a rugby team that that uh, that plays on that field. Um, so that's out of the question. Uh-huh. Um, and, you know, wanting to keep things, you know, with big crowds and, and big facilities. They, they have some options, obviously. The XFLs okay. have some nice stadiums in, in, in the league. Uh, but it's looking like the next best option is going to be the Alamo Dome right here in San Antonio, Texas.
1: That's amazing. So if,
0: if the Brahmas can deliver on what Coach Ward has been promising, True. I believe they could. And yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Well, we could have a home championship game in the Alamo Dome. uh, And and, uh, then again, just a a month or two later, another championship game uh, Mm -hmm. in San Antonio for the San Antonio gunslingers. And talking about, you know, uh, football championship city being right here in San Antonio, Texas, wouldn't that be awesome?
1: I love it. I love all the attention San Antonio is getting with football, even from UTSA. Frank Harris, he's playing one more year. So I'm excited about that. The so, success of uh, McCartney yeah.
4: Wirt has this year? Yes. You forgot about
2: those single ones. Dallas <laughs> <laughs>
0: Cowboys. Uh, let's go. Um, go. I, I didn't here. forget. No, but, did. okay. I didn't really I'll, forget I'll, that let's one. Let's go. I, I, I'll be happy for you guys if that happens. I don't have a horse, literally a horse, <laughs> in this, in this <laughs> game anymore. So. <laughs>
2: Crazy, <laughs> yeah, the Bears
1: and Justin, I'm like very, very sad. I think we have the first pick in the, in the draft. Number so one pick. Number yeah. one pick. At least I can look forward to that.
0: Yeah,
2: Chicago.
0: so. Chicago. Yeah. She, yeah, Chicago Bears fan. I'm a, a Denver Broncos yeah. fan. If anybody's been paying attention, speaking of the Denver Broncos, you've been watching those last two games mm. since they put the interim coach in there. They got uh, uh, Rosenberg. In there, and you see the difference of that team on the field, and all the stuff that has been going on about Russ. I know, Philip, we, we like to talk about this on the show as well. Uh, it's amazing the difference coaching makes. Uh, you can see even in a short time like that, he had them in Kansas City at Arrowhead within a field goal of you know winning that game. Um, and then uh, winning, winning uh, this past weekend against the San Diego Chargers. At home, the Chargers had their starters in the game, despite uh, already having their their uh, their seed wrapped up for the playoffs. Um, they had their starters in there right to the end, and Denver came out and uh, Russ had three uh, touchdowns, r- r- throwing touchdowns that game. And the previous game had three touchdowns, one passing and two running. But big, big difference that coaching makes on on a team. Same guys, yes, yeah. same guys out there. You know, it's it's uh it, it's it's about scheme. It's about uh the coach and and putting things together and recognizing the talent that he has and putting guys out there because there's guys out there that are playing that weren't playing when the last guy was out there when Hackett yes. was there. Um, so you know, it 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 really makes a big difference and that's something that you mentioned earlier, Coach Saw about your, your, your assistant coaches that are coming out and, and your staff that you're going to have this season that you're excited about. It seemed, I know uh, Philip and I kind of agreed and talked about this last season a little bit where it, it seemed at times where you were struggling a bit, just you wearing too many hats at once, mm-hmm. you know, uh, it, taking on too, too much at once. Not that you're not capable, but it's, you know, it a it, it's a lot to ask of one person, um, and and to, just to get that help, where you're not having to worry about some of the the, the smaller things or other things, you're able to focus more on what it will, what it is that you want to be focused on, paying your attention to, and not being drawn away for something else. I mean, I can imagine that that's going to be a huge difference that we're going to see right off the bat. Oh yeah, it's going to be
3: a humongous difference. Uh, but at the end of the day, I, I was built for that. I was built for. Uh, arena football and uh, yeah. I-, I took the challenge mm-hmm. head on. So uh, I didn't think about it too much. I just wanted to try to get a victory the fastest way possible. So uh, I'm excited about this year. These guys are going to help me out a lot, though.
1: We're excited for you.
3: Yeah. Oh, what do you think? So, so- for just a second, coach. You better run this
2: game in your life.
3: Yes. <laughs> Have
2: you ever seen anything like going to?
3: Uh, actually, that was my my first time ever doing anything like that, and it was a scary situation uh, for fans, football players, I
2: mean, everybody,
3: everyone. And uh, prayers went out to him; mm-hmm. and it was answered. So, you know.
0: do you think? Uh, I mean, this is kind of a it is and it isn't a, a controversial subject, but I've kind of heard some discussions, both sides of the coin. It's been out there. Do you think the right decision was made to stop that game yes. at, at that point mm-hmm. and, and, and not play on? Absolutely. And 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 why? Why do you feel that way? Uh, so, uh,
3: there was too many emotions going on at the time, uh, and uh, someone land on the field like that—that's uh, the first thing. Mm-hmm. That's the first priority. So we got to handle that situation, and it's it's a game. A game is just that—just a game. Uh, we got to live life.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
3: this guy has family, kids, uh, you know, people that depend on. So.
0: Yeah, I'd have to say we've got all kinds of news. Like I said about football here in San Antonio, stuff to get excited about. But I think the best news that we got football related uh, today was that Dehar- Demar Allen being released yes. from the hospital, ready mm-hmm. to go home. Uh, after just yesterday, they, they you know he's breathing on his own. They 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 removed the uh, uh, the intubation, the tube. Mm-hmm um and just the the steady progress we've heard through the great Line over the last couple of days where you know the first day nobody knew what was going to happen with this young man and mm-hmm. you know he's fighting for his life literally in front of millions of people um and people fighting for him oh, yeah. for his life yes, which mm-hmm. was uh kind of a unifying moment in some way uh, there was a um, something put out there on social media, I don't know the source, uh, I, I can't recall it, but I remember it being shared, um, where someone said, you know, this young man uh, loaned his heart to this country in the, yes. Time, yes. In the time where it was needed, yes. because it unified people in a way that uh, this country hasn't really been unified in that way in quite some time. That's true. Where everybody was just, stop what you're doing pray mm-hmm. um you know uh, see the bigger picture instead of fighting over you know little in, inconsequential yes, things that's true and and kind of realize what's really important and kind of everyone came together at that moment mm-hmm. and and did that and right. we had we had guys praying on national television mm-hmm. on a sports broadcast you know we had uh, people reaching out we had his uh, fundraising for for children mm-hmm. go up to I, I don't know what outrageous a couple number million yeah. dollars overnight.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, within
0: hours, yeah, within yeah, within hours, where people are just all of a sudden touched mm-hmm. by by young Damar Hamlin on the field out there.
2: Right. Well, and I think it's interesting that um, we could all be cynical about the society we live in right now crisis we defaulted to loving caring for one another and a position of prayer and as a pastor that's huge, that's huge that, that was our default yes
0: yeah yeah it, uh, for people that have kind of and i i've i've heard it i've seen some people out there where they've kind of lost hope on that mm-hmm. they've lost hope on where, where we're at as a country and as a society, um, as a people where we've become. And, and that I think that kind of renews hope in, in a lot of hearts and a lot of people out there. So very, very
4: powerful. I think they said it well, like I said, yeah, at the end of the it's a game, uh, family, sure. family first. So you don't know what tomorrow brings, um, hug your kids, kiss your wife, let them know you love them, your loved ones. So don't let a day go without letting them know that you love know, them because you don't know what tomorrow brings. And
1: I loved his answer when he or he woke up or he was able to write, Who won? You know, that was the first question that came to him, you know. And then that nurse or doctor said, You won. You won the gift of life. Amazing. Yeah. That just touched my heart. Well,
2: yeah. and when you think about it, God in his mind when he wakes up. It is inconceivable that the game is for him. That's true. Yeah. He has no like, idea. I like, didn't think of that.
1: No
0: idea. Yeah. A a truly historical moment that uh, every sports fan, non-sports fan, anyone who is aware of the situation is going to remember, you know, for the rest of their lives because it was just unprecedented and a a special moment in, in American sports history for sure. For
4: sure people went to sleep and the first thing they did when they woke up, I know I can speak for myself. The first thing I did was pick up my phone to see what the status is on, mm-hmm.
1: on yep. it. So that's true. It was
4: that important to all of us. Number three together. Yep. in 2023.
0: That's right. Um, so hopefully that's a good sign for, for the rest of this year, right? Mm-hmm. That's like true. 2023, uh, we've had a couple rough ones coming up, up to this, you know, with the, uh, with with COVID and the whole pandemic and just all, all kinds of strife and stuff, you know, and the in unsettledness in, in society, um, and 2023 just to kind of start off with with uh, with that. Um, hopefully that's a good sign of, of things to come. And uh, I I be remiss I don't want to uh not mention the importance of those people that were there to help him in the time that he needed, and the mm-hmm. importance of having you know those heroes running onto the field. And I think that that makes uh, San Antonio Gunslingers players and coaches and the organization uh, feel pretty good about themselves too, knowing that you guys have your own excellent staff um, there Sochi. in a time of need that mm-hmm. comes up. Yeah, with uh, with Sochi and those guys. I mean, we've seen it firsthand uh, out there with with injuries and even in the the, the stands with fans. Uh, my wife included. I um, mean, they're there on the spot and uh, the best care you could you could. Uh, so I mean, that's a. Uh, people are invaluable to an organization and, and to to players out there. So, I'm definitely grateful to have them. Yeah, absolutely. Another
1: important, I think, point that we need to look at is we all need to be trained in CPR. Yes. You know, I think that is it's so not a bad idea. that is yeah. so important because you never know when someone's just going to fall down and need it. So, that's my two cents.
2: Yeah. No, no one, they- Never
1: yes,
0: what? the defibrillator. Oh, oh yes. Yes, yes. Okay. But yeah. if that's
1: not nearby, you know, you can do the compressions, yeah. the blowing. The yeah.
0: There's, there's talk about moving that, uh, you know, making regulations regulations to have that on the side of the field now. And, sure. And, uh, um, I don't know if there's been talk within the NAL of changes after this now uh, to have things. Uh, where they weren't before to have them more easily accessible. But I'm, I'm sure this is going to change uh, the way uh, things are done yes. when it comes to that Football's aspect play, of football yes. all over mm-hmm. the place, all over the country, mm-hmm. from from peewee to high school to college to professional football, just wherever there's a football field. This, this has changed the landscape forever. Yeah so uh good stuff uh definitely excited uh for the upcoming San Antonio Gunslingers season uh excited for the tryout this Sunday to see those guys out there and and uh wishing you guys the best of luck uh Any I know last minute you. words yeah say
4: anything you want to push And once again I'll reiterate uh, once again come out to the trial this upcoming Sunday uh, but more importantly, we would like to just invite the city of San Antonio to uh, support this organization, come to our games, be on the lookout for the season tickets that are going to be uh, put on sale here within the next week. And also, we need the support of all local business owners. Um, awesome. We need the support of all local business owners to make this thing work. So we appreciate excellent. it.
3: Excellent. I would just say, uh, you guys don't want to miss the show that we're going to put on this year. Uh, these guys are going to play hard and we're going to win football games. So. Excellent. Hands up. Guns
1: out. That's, That's right. what I'm looking
0: for. We're going to take a break here. So now we just have the Smoking Guns podcast here to continue talking a little bit about uh, some other things going on. Yeah. Right, Philip?
2: Absolutely.
1: Well, I know this Thursday at the Brahma Mamas, we're having like a committee meeting, get together, meet and greet at Mamacitas off of I 10 near Callahan at 6 30 p.m. Um, Everyone is invited. Um, We're trying to see there's some top priorities. So with the Brahma Mamas, we have already secured a community event. Um, And so we're going to have these, those big, large cans from the food bank. There's going to be two at the tailgate, and there's going to be two at the entrance of the Alamo Dome. And so if you can, please bring a non-perishable item uh, so we can fill up those cans, and that's gonna be uh, one part of the community outreach that we're having to um, help the the San Antonio Food Bank here in San Antonio. Another item on the agenda, uh, we're trying to find a sponsor for either a beer, a brewery, a winery, so they can come with us, hang out with us during tailgating, maybe offer free drinks or free samples, I don't know how they can really do that. Um, and also sell drinks. I know that other um, sponsors have to do with what's uh,
0: that? Devil's River. Yeah,
1: Devil's River is there. I know that they go to the UTSA games all the time. So I'm um, reaching out to see if we have a woman-owned, female-owned um, brewery or winery that would consider helping us out coming at the first game, which is going to be February 19th at 2 p.m. Other things that we're going to be uh, talking about is going to be the Brahma Juice, um, and so we have to start talking about who's going to bring what, need cups, um, coolers, um, soaked fruit, different kinds of liquor, juice, ice. So we're going to be talking about that. And again, we're going to be hopefully meeting um, some meet and greet. We're going to be talking about merchandise. Um, we're looking for those clear bags. I know Monica Gowan is going to be making those. And so we're super excited. Um, so... Come join the fun this Thursday at uh, Mamacitas. Did I say Mamacitas? Did I say Mama, uh, Mama Margies?
0: No, you said Mamacitas.
1: Mamacitas, that's it. Um, uh, up I-10 in Callahan, 6:30. Be there. I'll have my big Bravo Mama sign, and um, we'll try to Zoom or, or have FaceTime with some of the other people who aren't able to make it that evening. But come join us. Join the fun. Join the stampede or the herd. What are we doing?
0: Join the herd.
1: Join the herd. Okay. Um, so, hopefully, we'll have a good turnout. So, um, it's right around the corner. So, get excited. Let's get prepared. That's all I have to say.
0: Absolutely.
1: And this is my little hat that my husband got me for. Um, this one?
0: Cool. I like that. You too. Hopefully, yeah. there'll be more
1: of those. Rama mama hat. Uh, hat. So, I'm excited um, that we're still working on trying to get immediate passes, right? So if Jose Jefferson's out there, John, was it, uh, Yes. He's out there listening. We need those social media passes. We would love to go to Arlington and maybe get some interviews, start the mom to mom interviews. Uh, we want to reach out to the quarterbacks, anyone who's on the team. So, um, some of the players from the old commanders, um, I've talked to them and we would love to do a commander XFL reunion. You know, some of the old commanders, now that they're with the XFL, I know at least five or six players. I know there's Jared Jones Smith, there's um, Bosby, right? Kinder there's Faro, Faro. Mm-hmm. So we'd love to be able to interview some of our old friends from the, back in the day. So that's just cool what Yeah. We're yeah. just pointing on some of those uh, social media passes. So it's out there.
0: Media pass.
1: Media pass. Yeah. Hopefully they won't take me like
0: yeah, well, we'll see how that goes. Uh, we're definitely, you know, making connections, talking to people. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll continue to pursue those options and, and see what we can do. And We can bring, you know, it, it's it's good for us. It's fun for us to kind of reach out and, and make connections with some people that we've uh, been connected to in the past years and over the time and then, mm-hmm. you know, do that and bring that more to our fans and grow that fan base. So. Exactly. Yeah, definitely some opportunities. So
2: the first game is February nineteenth.
1: Correct. At two o'clock. Yes.
2: So she Scott. Just said something about is she's scheduled to work the first game.
1: Awesome. Unless the
2: baby decides to make
0: an appearance.
1: Another baby? Did we miss something? Is
0: that oh no, I didn't miss anything? Is good. that right? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, i got, a, got got another little a little baby Scott okay. on the way. Really? Wow.
1: She's busy off-season and on off season Doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> so now that we have a Congrat- brahma schedule. Congratulations. Yes. Yeah,
0: that's awesome. That's What are you most excited about? Who are you talking to? you talking to just uh, either of us? You guys. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah. So,
5: With the new drama schedule, what are you excited about?
0: I'm excited. I was just talking about that with uh, with the guys, the Gunslinger guys. Um, So April 1st was originally on the Gunslinger schedule for their opening game. It was going to be an away game. It was going to be a watch party. And I said, well, I guess I'm going to be at a Gunslinger's watch party the night of my birthday, April 1st. But with the schedule changes and development of stuff, that game is no longer uh, part of the schedule. Their first schedule isn't until, I think, the following week, April 8th. Right. So April 1st is now cleared up for me. And the San Antonio Brahma's will be playing a road game against uh, one Viva, Vegas, Las Vegas. Uh, Vipers.
2: Viva. Um,
0: and so I've already reached out to Lolis, and I was like, hey, I can't think of a better way. To spend my birthday <laughs> than in Las Vegas, where we've never been and always awesome. wanted to go to, um, and watch the Brahmas come away with a win over there. Even though they're supposed to have a tough, a tough team, uh, but you know we know the Brahmas do as well, and they're going to be ready for that win on the road. I think that would be awesome. So uh plans are in the works, and I see. On the Brahma's uh, fan page that I'm not alone in that thought as far as making that road trip. So that would be really fun to make some connections over there. Yes, with Greg and Kim and some other people that I have yet to meet. Yeah, I saw Monica. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that would be tremendous to have a nice little kind of a, a road presence there for Las Vegas on April 1st. Uh, there was another fan on the page that said his birthday was April 2nd, so um, he was happy to spend the weekend over there on his birthday as well and watch watch the win. So uh, I, I think uh, there's no way I cannot do that now.
1: That's right. It's already out there.
0: Pretty excited about that.
1: What are you excited The following
0: about? week, if it holds, oh. you will have a home. Yeah. The yeah.
2: of In San Antonio.
0: Wow, is that the one where it's on the same day? It's like a dream come true. No, okay, okay. Oh, currently they're
5: on separate days.
0: Okay, so we have a Brahmas game on Saturday and a Gunslingers game on Sunday, or vice versa.
2: I think that's right.
0: Okay,
5: but if you if you're a pastor or an incredibly religious person. It's also Easter weekend.
0: <laughs> oh, that's a tough one. That's a tough one when, yeah, when you're... uh wah, when you're <laughs> But isn't that amazing? I mean, this is kind of part of this whole thing that we're excited about, to talk to the fans out there in San Antonio and just all over, because we know there's Brahma fans and Gunslingers fans outside of San Antonio. We connect with them on social media all the time. But isn't this like an awesome time where not only do we have football all year long that we can you know, enjoy in San Antonio professional football as fans, but there's even a little bit of an overlap where we get multiple teams yeah, not in contention with one another, where we can go see two professional games on the same weekend and cheer our home team on for a win. Uh, it's that's pretty like awesome. It's like a dream awesome. come true, right? That's pretty amazing, yes. Dream come true. Well,
5: and currently none of those um, conflict with each other.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
5: So you don't have to be at the Brahma's game and watching the Gunslinger's game on your (laughs) phone.
0: No, no. No conflicts. Like I said earlier, one occasion, I believe, where the game is the same day, but the kickoffs are far enough apart where the games will not overlap. Um, one is a home game, the Brahmas, and the Gunslingers is an away game. So if we, you know, uh, uh, Carlos confirmed that uh, there might be some tweaks to the schedule, but if that holds true, uh, then what a day that's going to be to go out to the Alamo Dome and tailgate in the morning and for an afternoon kickoff to watch the Brahmas. And then when that game is over, you can head over to the watch party and watch the Gunslingers play. That's going to be a special day. That That's going to be cool. It, it might be a little tiring, but take a nap. I'm up for that as a football fan. That's a, that's a great There's way to no get tired. There's no time for a nap though. That's a great way to get, get tired. A,
1: you get a driver and then you take a nap while the person's driving mm.
0: for hard. like 15 minutes.
1: That's a power nap. It's called a power nap. Moms do it all the time.
0: You've heard of Iron Man football? That's Iron Man fandom, yeah. right? It's right from one from the tailgate to the game, right straight to another game.
2: Mm-mm.
0: Yeah.
5: The last thing I want to hear after 15 years in San Antonio is there's too much pro football.
1: I, I do not want to hear that complaint at all.
0: Not gonna happen. Not gonna happen. We're gonna have a lot of Iron Man fans out there. Oh, by the way
5: she is pregnant again. Congratulations.
0: Yes, congratulations.
1: Congrats. And
5: she's congratulations. also jumping off. Bye, Good to see
1: you. Well,
2: Thanks
1: for joining us. Let us know where you registered at. Yes. So I think everyone has their section where you bought the tickets. I think I'm in the end zone.
0: There's there's like multiple options oh, really? in the end zone. Do you know oh, you know. don't know which one?
1: I don't know the one to the right. Is the that one to the it?
0: right. <laughs> 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 I am in second. Is there one. also?
5: No. Go ahead. A head scratching moment as you look over the schedule.
0: Yes, there are a couple of head scratching moments, and for those of you that have not noticed yet, or you know maybe this is past you know past your. Uh, you knowing, <laughs> l- looking at the schedule. Yes, there are going to be some really, late really game. late kickoffs. um, And one is even on a Sunday night. So Lolis and I have already, like, circled that Monday and said, OK, we have to put in PTO now exactly. at work to let them know way ahead of time. Hey, you know, this is something planned because we're going to be at a football game that Sunday night where the kickoff kickoff isn't until 9 p.m on wow. a Sunday yep. night at a home game. There's also an away game in Seattle.
1: That's that is time
0: as well. A 9. PM central It's seven o'clock for, so, for that market. So it makes a little bit more sense, but for yeah. us 9. PM, but that is on a Saturday. So at least for those of us who don't work on Sundays, we have a little bit of recovery time on Sunday. Sorry for those of you that don't or that Sunday is like the busy day of the week. But, um, yeah, uh, definitely the more concerning one for those of us out there that have to go to work like the average normal person um, on Monday morning, that game on Sunday night at the Alamo Dome, I believe it's against the Dallas uh, – or the Dallas, the Arlington Renegades. Arlington, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, make sure you circle that on your calendar and talk to your bosses, whomever, HR. PTO. At, yeah, PTO, like right now. <laughs>
5: Yeah, because you won't get home until
0: forever. Midnight, what yeah. o'clock. Midnight, if you're lucky. Yeah, I think it's gonna be like more one, two o'clock in the morning. Because traffic and all that. Yeah, getting out, uh, getting out of parking. Um, we'll see what I'm, I'm. I'm interested to see how that will affect attendance in that game. Yeah, it but it be being, affected. I think the, I mean the XFL, uh, the the, the people planning all this, putting all this together. They're not dummies, and they're like, okay, well, it's Arlington against San Antonio. It's part of that Texas triangle, and they know that we kind of have this thing. There will be there against each other. Like we, we want, we want a claim of the best team in Texas. So I, I have a feeling it won't affect attendance as much as as it would if it were, you know, Another say, yeah, team. and or, or you know, someone outside Florida of Texas. Well, yeah, Orlando. And Cardinals. the schedule
5: was obviously built. For TV.
2: Right. Yes. No games overlap. Uh, they
5: built this for TV market. And so, as they're looking at that weekend, they need a late game on a Sunday. And they say, well, Arlington is traveling to San Antonio. That's probably our best shot.
1: True. Yep. There's been yep. some logic in that planning.
0: Yep. I think it's so. It's kind of
5: odd that we play Arlington two games Con- in a row
0: consecutively. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That was the other thing. And I, myself, um, if budget allows, I, I want to try and make these Texas games. So if that all works out, I'm, I'm like, I was thinking about this. I was like, I'm going to make it to, um, eight of the 10 games because I nice. you know, throw Vegas in there. Wow. Right. And I want to go to, and I'm I've already talked to with my nephew. He lives in Houston. And he is a Roughnecks fan, or at least previous iteration of XFL, he was a big Roughnecks fan. Now that San Antonio has the Brahmas, he says, well, I have to be a Brahmas fan first and foremost over the Roughnecks. (laughs) Oh, good. But he's like, we definitely have to go to that game, Uncle Leo. And so uh, I told him, hey, well, tickets go on sale, pre-sale tickets for season ticket holders tomorrow, Mm -hmm. the 12th. Yeah, so we already had a discussion today about looking at tickets for for that game, so – um, I'm sure I'll be at that one. Arlington is another one that I want to uh, try and make because mm-hmm. I mean it's just a, up 35 uh you know it's 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 not close but it's it's close enough where you can plan something. And then if you know the for my birthday with the Vegas that's a potential of seeing 8 of the 10 games. I was thinking about that. I was like wow, that's, that's going to be that pretty cool. Well,
1: I know noticed- I okay. am
5: actually only about an hour and a half from Houston.
1: Oh, okay. So you might
5: and- Our Houston Red Bank game uh, is on a Sunday at 7 p.m.
1: Oh, good. Then you want to get done
5: done with church?
0: church, That's right.
5: Jump on the road. Get to the game.
0: I will meet you there. I will meet you there, (laughs) and and yeah, you mentioned 7 p.m. That's another one I circled on my calendar where I have to take PTO the next day. Uh Yeah,
1: our work um, life is really going to be based around football schedule. Isn't it yeah.
2: already?
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean that's kind of yeah, not unusual, <laughs> right? Right. Yeah, but it's just going to be more so now because of you know we have we have all these added games that we need to 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 be at and and cheer for. So it's just a, a, a really exciting time to be a, a football fan. Um, and it's a it's a great opportunity to kind of connect. Everyone, you know, you got Brahma fans, gunslinger fans, mm-hmm. and then you know NFL fans, uh Dallas Cowboys, uh, Houston uh Texans, you know, we're all kind of in that central are area. Are there are there Houston Texans fans anymore? There might be. Yeah, they're dwindling, they're, they're but there. they're still out, they're still out there. I I I it, it hurt me a little bit to see the news about Lovey Smith.
1: Oh, me too. He used to be a coach of the Bears. I like him.
0: Nope.
1: So, He's like the black. So down.
0: here's the thing on Lovey Smith.
5: They were never keeping him past this year. Yeah. They fired David Cully last year all the way into the playoffs. They did not have time to grab one of the hot coaches because they waited too long on firing Cully. Mm-hmm. So they hired Lovey Smith
2: as a stopgap just for one year. I don't, I don't think was think- way anyway, he was gonna retain that
0: job yeah I don't think I don't think you're wrong about that it's still being the guy that he is you know how can you not root for the guy um so it hurts your heart a little bit but but I get it
5: but is
0: there a coach
5: an NFL quality coach that legitimately looking and says I mean about this, I think I'm going to use one of my few Chances to be a head coach in the NFL.
0: I mean There's guys out there that are hungry And they just want an opportunity So I don't think it'll be a problem I actually saw today that one of the guys That they've scheduled an interview with and made, made me a little upset Was uh Ejiro uh, Evero uh, the defensive coordinator for the Denver Broncos, who's done a fantastic job this year with that team, despite everything. He's done a fantastic job. His first year as a defensive coordinator, he came over from the LA Rams. He was, uh, I believe, the defensive backs coach uh, there prior to being the defensive coordinator um, with the Denver Broncos. Um, the Broncos actually offered him first dibs at the opportunity for interim coach which he turned down i don't know why he did that but for whatever reason he turned it down chose to focus on coaching the defense um they did a good job over those last two games and uh now he very deservedly is going to have an interview for the head coaching job in houston now whether or not he wants that job I, i don't know but there's plenty of guys like that um if houston is looking for someone with you know a experience that has you know a resume mm-hmm. and has done a lot of things in the past as a head coach that they may have problems uh but there's a lot of hungry guys out there just looking for that one opportunity that have has shown they've got they've got something so that might be the ne- the next guy at, at the helm there
5: i'm not super happy with your broncos mm. they requested permission to talk to Dan quinn Yep. My favorite part of my Dallas Cowboys staff. And you're trying to steal him.
0: Mm-hmm. Hey, he's one of many. One of many they've they've talked to. So <laughs> Quinn. Um, Quinn has uh, some history with with Russell Wilson, as mm-hmm. I understand. Um, yep. So there's that. Um, and then, of course, uh, you have Sean Payton, who has also. Uh, there's been discussions and a phone conversation already with him from what I've seen. And there's mutual interest, and then there's a there's Harbaugh over in Michigan, he's and out. he's kind of flirting with it. Yes, no, yes, no. I I I can only see myself in Michigan next year. Of course, he releases that press release to the Michigan uh, University of Michigan and their their student base there and that. But you know, he's in a little bit of hot water. Some investigations going on there, so it might be yep. his best interest to get out. Um, now, as is, is good a time as any, and the Broncos have shown interest there. Whoever it is, it's going to be a high-profile name. Someone proven. They're done dealing with the Nathaniel Hacketts, the guys that come in that show promise hey. but haven't really done anything. Cliff, he just became available. But I don't, I don't see him. Option. <laughs> he hasn't had success, the, the type of success we're looking for. So, um, and anybody. And I mean anybody in the NFL is going to have a really tough time competing with the ownership group in Denver if they set their sights on a guy and say, this is our guy, this is who we want. They've got pockets as deep as anyone in the league, much deeper, in fact. Let's just say it how it is. Yeah. Much Mm -hmm. deeper than anyone in the league. So um, they're going to have a hard time competing. That's anybody, Jerry World included.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: They're Walmart. Yeah. Yeah. They're legitimately printing money. Yeah, I had a discussion with, uh, with my boss at work as we were walking in, and he was like, Yeah, but are they really that serious? Or is that ownership group ready to invest that much in this so soon after what they've seen so far? And I was like, Well, if you're a Denver Broncos fan, you've been paying attention. They spent almost half a million dollars. Four hundred thousand dollars on turf for one game because they said it wasn't. They realized it wasn't up to their standard, so they were going to make a change. For one game, they dropped four hundred thousand dollars to change the turf for that last game at uh, the the fields in in Denver, knowing that after that one game, torn all apart and thrown away and never be used again. They didn't care. Must
1: well, be nice to have that money.
0: Four hundred thousand dollars. One game. wow. Now if that's not showing that you're all in on something and you're 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 you know you're gonna be investing in in this, then I mean I don't know. I don't know what else they can show you. Mm. But
2: legitimately for the guys that own
0: Walmart is
2: something.
0: No, it's not. It's it's not. It's it's life changing for some of us, but yeah. For- <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. For them, yeah, it's 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 nothing. And and they're they're but, gonna But for those, they're like, That's a Tuesday AM and eleven. Yeah, must be nice. All in a day's work. Must be nice. We'll we'll see. There's definitely gonna be a lot of changes in the NFL coaching that we're we're gonna see over the next couple of months. So but that's not what we're excited about. Right. Well,
2: I mean, we're excited. About, we're excited about going
0: here. I'm done with the though. Ah, well, that's not really. Like
1: that. well, we, what do you want to talk? Okay, <laughs> let's ask this. What do you want to talk about?
0: No, no, we'll give Philip his moment. He wants to talk about his Dallas Cowboys. All
1: right, let's talk he's, about he's the Cowboys. He still got
0: his horse in the race, and I oh, respect Lord. that. The Cowboys
2: lost their first of the season. One-four straight. Lost the game. One-two straight. Lost the game. One four straight. Lost the game. One-two straight. 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 And the last fight. Lost the game. If you follow the pattern, one-four straight games.
0: Wow. Well, a lot of people think... <laughs> Okay. A lot of people think they lost that game on purpose or kind of threw it or didn't really put their best effort out there, which hopefully that wasn't their best I effort because God. it wasn't pretty. I good. do not believe. <laughs> I
2: don't believe anyone. No, I can't believe that.
0: I do not believe they prepared for it. They were overlooking the yeah. Washington commanders. Kind of hurts to call them that, but I you know, know they were overlooking that, all that the Washington team. Just did nothing.
2: It was not going
0: to change anything. So they didn't put a whole lot of time and effort into it. I hope that's the case. Yeah, they they look bad from what little I saw and and a lot that I've heard. I didn't watch the game, but I I heard a lot about it. Um, But moving forward, so they, 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 they didn't win that game. It turned out not really meaning a whole lot because even if they won, uh, I don't think it would have changed their position at all, right? So, um, no, not. yeah, so now we go into the playoffs and we play the Buccaneers, right? The, the Cowboys. I say we, yeah. we're talking about Dallas Cowboys playing the Buccaneers, led by Tom Brady, well, Tom Brady. Who, who has never in his thousand year career lost two.
2: Who? The Dallas Cowboys.
0: In his Cowboys. thousand years he's been playing football at a high level. He's never, ever lost to the Dallas Cowboys. What do you think about that, Phil? I
2: think if I'm the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys, I look at his age and the way he's played this year. Mm-hmm. And oh my I got Tom Brady's last game. You have the opportunity to put this man out to pasture. I hope
1: so. Do it. Do it.
0: They need to bring Philip Higginbotham into the stadium pre-game to deliver the, the pre the pre-game uh speech to the team out there. Yeah.
2: yeah. I'll do it. This is it. I'll do it. I I
0: will I I will agree with you that this is not. The Tom Brady, we've seen the, the last 998 years of his career. Um, it's it's not the same guy. Uh, he doesn't have the same team around him. I mean, they won their division and they're in the playoffs, but they won their division with a, was it a eight and nine record? Eight and nine record. And so they're they're limping into not these the playoffs.
1: Not the best. He's not accustomed.
0: And yeah, about to play a, a very good, solid Dallas. The Cowboys team with a, a very good defense, uh, having some issues at quarterback a little bit. Um, uh, but yeah, it's just uh, the big problem.
2: The thing that actually concerns me is not Tom Brady, it's the fact that Dallas is one and four on draft.
0: Who do you think that is?
1: His feet.
2: I guess if the defense cannot uh, get the they kind of rush, again, it, it's a more. Mm-hmm. and they can't get the pass. That changes everything about that defense. And I'll speed,
0: speed, speed yeah. at the snap. Speed off the line. I could see that. Yep. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. I don't think. I'll just say I don't think Tom Brady is going to end his career being able to say that he's never lost to the Dallas Cowboys. I will. I will concede that.
2: That'd be
0: great, but like I say, pattern
2: Hall, win, or it's pattern hole, four straight wins, the Lombardi Trophy. It's great.
0: Yeah, I'm not ready to. I'm not ready to, to agree on that. Have I'm to I think there's some teams, particularly in the AFC, that might have something to say about that. I mean, it seems now like the Buffalo Bills are on a mission from God, right? Oh, like they're the sure. Blues brothers. For
2: sure.
0: <laughs> We're on a mission from God.
2: Yes, sir. right. And like
0: how could you write a better script after everything that's you know gone on and and the way they're playing and the talent they have? And then of course we have Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals that have something to say about all of that. Um, and then you also have uh, Patrick Mahomes and the the Chiefs. Uh, but I'm I'm really hoping that the Chiefs gets get knocked out by somebody. I don't I don't really want to get into that with those the, the the Chiefs. Oh, speaking of the Chiefs, we're talking about the NFL right now. But I have to say this. Say it. Say it. The only team I I despise I Gosh. I can't stand more than the Dallas Cowboys. The the Las Vegas Raiders Aww. I, I, as a AFC West guy. And just, I, I can't stand the Raiders. The Raiders are at the bottom of the list. If I had to write a list of 30 teams in order of my favorite to my least favorite, the Raiders are 132. Yeah. But I have a friend who's a good chiefs fan. He sent me the, the, he sent me the link with the nonsense that they pulled in that game on Saturday. Did you see this? Philip? The play no. where they did the little ring around the rosy out oh, of the yeah. huddle and came out of that little ring around the rosy into formation and had the trick play and they would have scored except got called back on whatever penalty it was or whatever. I didn't watch the game. But my friend sent this over to me. as a Chiefs fan. And I said, the only reason I'm not really pissed off about this right now is because it was against the Oakland Raiders. Or not Oakland Raiders, mm. the, the Las Vegas Raiders. Mm. I was like, but that said... What a slap in the face this is to any organization you're playing. I mean, you're basically telling the plane that you're not taking them seriously. And obviously this is a play that was practiced yes. and game planned in throughout the week. So you intended to do this you to took time. before oh. knowing the outcome. Yes. Yes. Okay. You you about the exactly. Now, I mean, talk about a slap in the face, and as unprofessional as you can be, as a professional organization. I was like, "Wow, that—that that to me is like stepping to a new low level." As funny as it might be, and I am only laughing about it because it's the Raiders. They did it to, right? But like, if it had been against my team or any of you guys out there, you know, or a Raiders fan, maybe they might be listening right now. And this is something that really, really eats at them. I, I don't blame you, not one single bit. This should really upset everybody outside of the Kansas City Chiefs organization and their fan base. I mean, it's ridiculous, right? Am I the only one that feels this way? Right, seeing that, <laughs> seeing that. Now this is this akin to
2: uh, a batter Well, he's a batting box? It turns bad like, I at the, the <laughs> analogy. Like, I'm no longer uh, the challenge. I need to
1: make the challenge
2: bigger. Wow,
0: yeah, totally ridiculous. Something that has no place on a professional football field, in my opinion. But it happened against the Las Vegas Raiders, so I'll give it a pass, and this is the this is the only time I'll ever get on my soapbox and talk about it only because it was the Raiders. But really, no place in professional football that in in my opinion. Totally disrespectful. I mean I mean they're just having fun. Yeah. They were having fun earlier in the week before the game even started, obviously. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> crazy okay I, I I digress we were talking Did about we were talking about playoffs um and uh you were saying that the the Cowboys were gonna win a Super Bowl and I think I got on yeah. this talking about well there's a few teams particularly in the AFC that I have something to say about that um that I think are really much better teams than the Dallas Cowboys honestly just in my opinion But what about the NFC is there anybody that you're really scared of out there like that's no.
1: Wow. That was I
0: nice. mean, there's Philadelphia the whoa, what about the Niners? You're not afraid of the Niners and the way they're playing right now? No, because did, at some point
2: there look right
0: out. Yeah, unless it's just like a system thing and you can put anybody back there and he can be that good. I mean, that's a possibility, right? That they have you the sure. know humming well and they got things going so well that you can put you're the, the I mean, Mr. Irrelevant back there, and he looks like a Pro Bowler.
2: Nick won a Super Bowl, right? Yep. Uh, That's what happened. But I feel like
0: I'm not afraid of them because their quarterback is unproven. Yeah, and and that does the the NFL football, the NFL playoffs is a huge stage. So that might be yeah. a, a little bit too much to ask of him at this point in his career. I I, I could definitely see that, but they've been playing some awful good football, um, and I, I think anybody that takes them lightly is going to be making a mistake. But you're saying no, the, the, the one do that. Team that scares me is the Buffalo Bills. Mm, yes, they're on a mission. They were already that. yes.
2: NFL.
1: This, this
0: rally. the first time he touched the ball is a you know was it a ninety-two yard uh kickoff return in that in the ver- in the very next game? I forget the player's oh, yeah. game, but he did it twice, and then they stopped kicking to him <laughs> all season long.
2: 15 weeks
0: of the season. In that game, the Bills twice. Yep. Everybody realizes that the Buffalo Bills, they they have a renewed vigor, mm-hmm. is what it is. Um, and yeah, they're gonna be a dangerous team in the playoffs. Number one seed, so nobody has to worry about them. The, the first week, but whoever whoever gets that that matchup in the second round, uh, I don't feel good about.
2: No, the, the rallying cry of doing it for the Yeah.
0: As yeah. you
2: get to the playoffs, actually have a stadium at some point. I mean, they just got something special.
0: They do. They do. That's going to be uh, interesting to watch and 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 fun to watch, um, for sure. So yeah, a lot lot coming up with the NFL playoffs. I'm
1: super excited.
0: Uh, my team's not in it, but it's okay. We got things to do. And we can hope for next year. The last two games, like I said, offered new hope where we could really see the big difference coaching makes. What do you think about your team?
1: Oh, the I'm number not- one pick.
0: <laughs> And they just—they yeah, just, they the just got positive, a quarterback. The so only
1: positive thing right they're, now.
0: They're not going to go after a quarterback this 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 time around. What do you think, Philip? Um, right? If you're the Bears, <laughs> oh my God. <gosh, laughs>
1: um, oh, okay. But they think is the quarterback. Mm-hmm.
0: I don't think it is,
2: but
0: they think it is. Do they trade down RC? I don't right. No.
2: No. They I just wouldn't.
0: take the-
1: They need help, that's all I Yeah,
0: they do need a lot of help. Well, <laughs> you don't get the number one pick. <laughs> uh,
1: for nothing. <laughs> right. W- worse we Yeah. Oh,
0: right
1: now. I love Lovey Smith.
0: Yeah. Yeah, like I said, it hurt my heart a little bit to see the news. It wasn't unexpected. It wasn't a surprise. But uh, it, it it hurt a little bit to see to see that. We'll see where Houston goes now. You're right, Philip, you said earlier, uh are there any Houston Texas fans left? You know, that fan base <laughs> has been through a lot the last couple of years. And so you wouldn't blame them for totally ditching uh, that organization right now, especially now that they have uh, the the Roughnecks, app, hmm. and they have right. you know another team that they can root for and 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 go to games and tailgate with. So and and I, I've seen a lot of Houston Texans fan online and social media say as much. You know the Roughnecks are the better football team in, in the city. So um, yeah, we'll we'll see what happens there.
2: Michael Wayne Davis. Hi everybody can have a
0: championship game. Ooh. I don't think you know. anytime soon. No, no. no. Um, I don't know. The US like yeah, it's gonna be tough. If they can pull through and and learn to coexist, then I could see that happening later on down the line. Like I said, not anytime soon. Mm-hmm. Maybe Four, five, six years down the line, if both leagues last that long,
1: if they can, stick and it they out. can
0: show that they can coexist, um, then I could see something like that happening. But I don't know if that's going to necessarily be the case. I kind of agree with you, Philip. Where I think the XFL um, is going more to, backing. yeah, they've like got the more Walton backing. Yeah, they've got more cities. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean they they've got teams with actual home stadiums yep. in different locations the and different out. fan bases. <laughs> The USFL makes no
2: sense
0: to me. Mm, yeah, we said that from the beginning because they were rumored to have a San Antonio team at first, right? And we talked about that, and we were, so, oh, then maybe they're going to do something in the USFL with San Antonio. But then we heard what they were going to do in that model, and everyone playing playing in Birmingham, and we were like, well, who cares? Then I do. Well, and now they have taken a step out. And they're like, we're going to have three
2: That's Nope.
0: nope. How many teams do you have? That, that's that's how many cities you need. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Speaking of that, speaking of uh, stadiums, uh, it was shared on the fan page, the Brahma's fan page, and it's out there on YouTube. There's a short video out there. Some guy. He's got like an I think is an Australian accent. Um, it may not be if I got the nationality wrong, and the guy ends up hearing this, I apologize. Um, but. Uh, it's a nice short little video that kind of goes over all the stadiums that are, you know, current stadiums for the XFL teams, including the, what is it, Cashman Field that they just, you know, announced for the Vegas Vipers. I would have to say, you know, going through that video, you can kind of get a little sense and see a little bit of from all the stadiums out there. And I would definitely say that that's the one that's kind of like the most... Not so much of a fit, you know, for football, but you, you get what you could take right now. There's only yeah, two football venues in the entire city of, of Las Vegas that they can consider. Um, and one of them is, you know, where that team the, the Raiders play that big giant Darth Vader looking uh Death Star thing. And and then look like a Roomba. Like a what? Like a Oh, yeah. Yeah. The- like, you know, press a little remote control, it'll, it'll start moving around the <laughs> city, vacuuming up people's money. Um, but uh, and then the other one was where, UNLV. and according to what I read, that stadium's like not in any condition to host any kind of game. Um, so we'll see how that goes moving forward. Uh, but it looks like it it will be if they can get it to work. I mean, a soccer team plays there that it will be a very intimate venue, a kind of a little strange of a format, but it looks like it might be fun. Uh but looking over the other stadium, I think the one where the DC uh DC Guardians are playing, um, that Audi field, which is a MLS field, that place is looks Defender. pretty awesome. Or oh, DC mm-hmm. Defenders, thank you. That place looks pretty awesome. Um that's a very cool uh stadium. And then of course you have the uh the field for where the Seattle in Seattle I forget the name of it right now, but that's where the Seahawks play. Um, and that's obviously going to be the class of the league. But you look at the rest, and you look at the Alamo Dome, and like the Alamo Dome, you know, they've done some updates over mm-hmm. the years to keep it kind of fresh and 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 somewhat modern. And we've got even more updates coming up over mm-hmm. the next uh, year. So uh, mm-hmm. Alamo Dome is is a pretty pretty nice place to watch a football game, and uh, it's going to hold its own with all these other stadiums around the XFL. Um, so yeah, it's. A, I encourage everyone to go out there and watch that video. I. I, I it's not I'll too check long. It out. It's I'll like check 10 it out. long, something like that. And um, I. I took away some good stuff from that. Why have I you seen have it yet, Philip?
1: No, I
2: haven't. I hate to be a bummer, but I'm gonna have to go home. Yeah, we're excited about. We're excited about good fingers. Yeah, we're excited about the. It's
0: pretty
1: it like bad. I, at the end
0: of the third quarter, the first, fourth quarter, yeah, it's, oh, it, it hasn't been a contest 52. for a while. Four, yeah. Yeah. TCU seven. Ooh, a yeah, sorry, ECU. sorry TCU. Sorry, fans. But I mean, they were underdogs. We knew it. Um, but you know, kudos to them for being there, making it there, right?
1: Yep, for sure.
0: Um, Oh, yeah, I'm excited for you know, once these NFL playoffs, now that they don't matter, um, are are (laughs) done as soon as that's over, as soon as the Super Bowl is done and we watch all the commercials because you know, that'd be the only reason to watch the game. Um, (laughs) Halftime, no, uh, yeah, uh, the very next week will be that. In the Alamodome. Okay. Yeah.
1: Wake up! Wake up! You're, you're dreaming. Wake
0: up! Wake up! I'm more focused on what's going to be happening in the Alamo Dome in the parking lot on that Sunday against the Battle Chickens.
1: That's right. That
0: rivalry that's already started. By the way, awesome job by uh, Jorge. He's one of the guys on the on the on the on the, on the uh, fan page. Uh, right. little mariachi and he did the grito
1: La Matador, The yeah. La Matador Yeah, yeah that's pretty to awesome we may, we
0: may get him on the show uh, soon. I know he's going to be on the X-Fan show He's nice. already yeah. on Reels and Heels mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys have been following but Yes yeah.
1: we have um, And Jason and Arlington mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So thanks for all that
2: Well I guess that's really not much more To
0: say uh, Not today Right forward. Guns up and hordes forward. Guns exactly. Up. Great time to be a, a, a football fan in San Antonio, guys. For sure. Looking forward to all of this and looking forward to doing more shows. We'll get some of these technical difficulties figured out for next time with Philip and uh having more guests on and some players, and, and we'll work on getting some Brahma guys over. Even uh, I know we've got some yeah. opportunities yeah. to talk to. John, want to come on the show.
1: Yes, for sure. And uh, we'll be talk great. to him.
0: And so uh, we'll, we'll see if we can get some scheduled.
1: And I'm trying to get Danny Garcia. I've sent an email. So if anyone's listening, please tell Danny Garcia. We would love to have her on the show. Maybe do um, any kind of interview. We even talked about doing one bilingual in English and in Spanish.
0: That would be cool. So. Well, thanks for joining us, guys. Philip, take us out with your usual your outro for the show. Well, what a good one.
2: The professional The two of it. them. day.
1: Bang, bang.